0: Welcome to Healthy Habits Happy Moms Radio, where we are all about helping you find balance in food, fitness, and family 365 days a year with your hosts, Jennifer Campbell, Lauren Koski, and Annie Breeze. Thank you so much for joining us for the first official Healthy Habits Happy Moms radio episode. Jen, Lauren, and myself are beyond excited that you are here with us today today. We actually filmed this episode in Kansas City when we were together, and we got to sit down for some real in-person coffee talk to discuss some of the common struggles that we see so many women trying to work through in regards to dieting, exercise, and nutrition, and our suggestions on how to make it work a little bit better for you to improve your habits, your confidence, and your self-worth today. We hope you enjoy it.
1: Diets are really good at telling you what to do and what to eat and what not to eat and what to exer- how to exercise but they're not good at telling you how to make those changes in your life, how to eat more vegetables, how to um, work up to those things and that's why I think they rely on meal plans so much. You just follow eat this, eat this, eat this, mm-hmm. this. and then once that's done, once your meal plan's done, you're kind of, you're still lost. You don't know you never built up those behaviors.
0: Yeah, because in our experience, women are women know and have enough information. They have enough education. They, they know that they need to probably eat more vegetables or get more mm-hmm. sleep or have some sort of movement in their life, but they're struggling with how to actually make those changes. Mm-hmm. And all all the information in the world isn't really valuable unless you can put it into place in a way that works for you, which is hopefully what we really help women figure out.
2: Yeah, and I also feel like diets take you away from your um, listening to your own body and what you need. So, for example, meal plans, one reason I really hate them is because um, a lot of women will go on a meal plan that puts them into a caloric deficit and keep them on that plan for way too long. And the longer you're in that caloric deficit, the stronger your body signals become to... Seek out food, making you more likely to, you know, you just fall keep off the way it. right? Whereas, you know, when you're in touch with what your body needs, you understand when it's time to adjust your portion sizes or that kind of thing. But women,
0: a lot of women we work with have been dieting for so long that they don't trust themselves. They yeah. they lack this confidence that they can make decisions for themselves, that they can listen to their body, they've kind of lost touch with that. And
1: we hear it all the time, that um, if I just eat when I'm hungry, I will just eat and eat and eat, and I will never stop. I can't use my hunger and fullness cues.
2: Yeah, and I think a lot of people just feel, they feel out of control, Mm -hmm. but it's because they're they're already inside that downward spiral that diets take you in, and they don't know how to get out.
0: Well, and you've talked about this. Uh, Share your Mario Kart analogy. Oh yeah, that one's awesome.
2: So I was watching the kids play Mario Kart one day, and um, they're, you know, new to video games, and uh, they have the little wheel, and they're driving, and they're kind of getting the hang of it, and then they hit a little bump, and they just, they (laughs) reef to the left, (laughs) but then they have to reef back to the right, and rave back to the left until they crash. And I was like, this is like watching dieters. Like they, you're going along just fine and life has bumps in the road. Mm -hmm. It always will. But instead of just making minor adjustments to your habits, people start doing this. They overcorrect. They're Mm -hmm. overcorrecting until they crash. And it's hard to get out once you're in it it's very hard to get out of it rather than just hitting a bump and going, Oh, oh, okay, back on track.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we see women do. They they um, they they go from periods of restrict and binge and yes, they so go that's exactly from one extreme to another. And of course, you know, if they have um, you know, eating disorder to disordered tendencies, yeah. they need to see a therapist. But um their tendency is when they're binging or when they're they're eating all the foods is to go back to restriction instead of just those small changes yeah
2: and so and back to the mario kart analogy it would be you know it's like takes all my power to not just grab the controller from my son and fix it for him but you can't because he's never going to learn how to play mario kart until he learns to make those adjustments Mm -hmm. himself which is what we're trying to teach women to do, to make their own adjustments, because... That's why we don't give a meal plan. Yeah, you can't just keep turning to other people to help you out, or you're never gonna learn how to do it on your own. And the three of
0: us really don't want, and and if you want this, that's fine, but if you don't want it, we don't want women who don't want to feel at the mercy of a meal plan or a program that they have to pay into weekly or monthly for the rest of their lives. Like, that's not what we want, and that's not what a lot of our community wants. No, either. and that's
2: like, I just personally don't feel like that's what eating should be about. You know, when I, when, when we kind of, when I got into this and I had my own epiphany, I remember, you know, it just it felt very stressful for me. And I, I started recognizing these patterns in myself that I was always just back and forth, back and forth. And I thought of the millions of women out there in the world who don't do that. And I thought, I thought of one woman in particular from my hometown who, um, you know, her weight doesn't swing. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't seem to struggle with any kind of dieting issues. I see her walking. She's always kind of was always out walking. And I thought, what does she do? Like, you know, why, why am I not like that? And I realized that she, I realized that's moderation, like that's someone who's really well balanced and isn't bouncing all over the place like a ping pong. She just, you know, you know, like she's going for a nice walk every night and she's doing that 365 days of the year. I'm running six nights a week for two months of the year because that's all I can do And then, then you take yeah, a four month break. Yeah, and I'm like, whoa, yeah. what's better if I just had Healthy, moderate habits that I could keep up all year long or for me to be working out in spurts right. and then sedentary for well, spurts. This, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, same goes with dieting and exercise. We
0: say consistency trumps intensity. Yes. And if you can't, you tell our members all the time, if you can't keep this up for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. it might not be worth it. Yeah. Or if you're going to make changes temporarily, know that whatever results come from that will also be temporary. temporary. Yeah. So I think that just you know instead of this on again off again up and Mm -hmm. down really intense and then I'm just not doing anything, we want to help women instead of going like this a more moderate. Yeah. Yeah,
2: And because I think like we were saying you know back to the Mario Kart thing, but life will always have bumps, and I think you know it's really unrealistic to expect that your your life isn't gonna, like it can never be, it's never gonna be like this. It's, you know, it's always gonna be rolling and you might have the odd up or down. Like people experience, you know, they have babies and that's a huge, and they go on vacations and they suffer tragedies. And it's really unrealistic to, I mean, it breaks my heart to think that a woman is going through those things and then she's shaming herself for not keeping up her exercise regime, yes. not eating how she normally eats, or you know sticking to her strict diet. And, but that's impossible. That's a really unrealistic expectation. It's okay to have rotating priorities. Yes, exactly. We say that a lot in healthy outside hormones. We say it's okay to have rotating priorities. You know, some months of the year you might find you are more consistent, not extreme, but consistent with different exercise and dietary habits than you can be other times of the year. Like you know, for us, when my kids, you know, having three boys, all of them in baseball, during baseball season, things, you know, we're kind of, we're taking a little dip in things. and, And our priority at that point, our kids are more of our priority in their activity, where as we get into the summer, my activity will probably pick up. And like, that's okay. And my weight will, my weight will, maybe not necessarily my weight, but my, possibly my body composition, you know, may change during those times. And that's just, what it is just is what it is your weight and how your body looks is a result of your day-to-day habits and it's really awesome to be in a place of you know to kind of realize all this and to be in kind of that body positive or body neutral space where you're like yeah that's okay like it's neither good nor bad to see minor changes in my body I guess what we like to help women avoid and what I see you know for me a red flag Often, not always, but often, is when women are doing the up and down, and if their bodies are following suit, if their if their weight—I mean, we've seen it with even some of our clients where you know their weight is swinging between 140 and 220 pounds, like an 80-pound difference. To have your weight swing like that in a year, to me, that's a red flag, and, and that's why we want. I to do that. used
1: to do that, and like that was part of my story. Is I I restricted for so long, and I was. Um, very lean it wasn't sustainable for me and then I went way past where my more comfortable natural point is and I went way above that and it was it was crazy when I think back to it
2: yeah and that's stressful like it's stressful physically for our bodies but I think that's mentally very stressful to watch your body change in a really extreme way like that and Um, You know really unhealthy like to be you know either eating no ice cream at all or a pint of ice cream every night So yeah, that's not moderation. No, that's not moderation at all. And so Yeah, so but I mean a lot of people don't realize that Their diet took them to that place and everybody is getting to that place. They're not special. They're not a special failure That's happening to everybody. Well, and it's been
0: studied. The the cycle of a diet or the dieter cycle starts off with negative feelings or feelings of shame or emotion. You know, what comes up in our group, it seems, you know, either they step on the scale or they have an upcoming event, a reunion, they're invited on a vacation. And all of a sudden they have this like, I don't look the way I want. And I, yeah, so now I need to start dieting. And so they start the diet and they restrict. And then, well, usually, what happens after they restrict is they overeat, and then the overeating is followed by shame. But when you look at those in reverse it's the domino effect is caused by the first one. Right. so if the you start nuts. with more body neutral thoughts, getting letting go of the shame and the guilt, and also not restricting, yeah, you can yeah. avoid a lot of that. you can the help yourself and,
2: the yeah. and yeah yeah,
0: so. Lauren, you started by saying diets don't work. Yeah. We know that, we've clearly covered it. It has like a 95% failure rate. What, what, are, what are women supposed to do?
1: Well, um, I think one thing that's important to cover is our physiology. Um, we haven't touched on that yet. So we know restricting doesn't work, but why it doesn't work is because popular diets often take your calories and slash them drastically. Um, So, back to the Mario Kart analogy, they're taking it way this way. And um, our bodies have systems in place to prevent us from starving. And so your body thinks, okay, you're not getting enough food. I'm going to ramp up hunger. I'm going to decrease your movement. And that's where the overeating comes from after the restriction is because we cannot continue that, it's just not sustainable. Right. And so then we overeat and you go back to that, that same cycle. So instead, what we do with our clients, um, like in our Balance 365 program, is we make one change at a time. So not only do we not drastically cut your calories to the point where your body physically needs more food and is going to push you to find more food, um, we change one thing at a time. So that's gonna be work more with your psychology. It's been proven that humans can really only change one thing at a time sustainably. So a diet's going to change everything all at once, and um, slower habit change changes one thing at a time which um, studies actually have shown that if you change one thing at a time, you've got about an 80% chance of sticking with that change. If you do one. One at a time, yeah. If you add two and try and do two at a time, that drops to 30%.
2: So say if you, um, so just two simple changes that a woman might approach would be like, maybe she's going to um, change what she's having for breakfast, And she's going to start running every day. So you're Mm -hmm. saying if she tries to make those, both of those a habit for the rest of her life, that her studies have shown that her chances of success are... Um, about 30%. For each of those. Of sticking with both of them. Right, but had she just decided that she was going to start the running habit, her chance of success for succeeding at that would be 80%. About about 80%. Quite a
0: huge difference. So it, it would... To implement both habits separately, obviously, takes a little bit longer. But the likelihood that you're going to have sustained success
2: yeah, is much higher. Is much higher. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then you think of your typical diet that doesn't just change two things. Your typical diet is changing everything. everything. You throw out all
1: of your food and you buy all new food. And, and you start
2: an exercise program. Well, mm-hmm. and, and so what are, your, what are your chances of success if you're changing 12 things in your life all at once? Zero. Zero. I'm sticking yeah. with all 12 of those
0: and that's not even that's not even taking you know someone like me who doesn't cook very much Mm -hmm. if i follow if i sign on for a meal plan where i'm asked to cook i'm going to have to learn the new skill of cooking i'm going to have to learn the new skill of grocery shopping of meal prepping i'm going to have to adjust my habit of maybe eating out more or snacking Mm -hmm. or you know a take out things that which i think i feel easy i
2: think it does (laughs) a diets feel easier at first because you're just handed something grocery list yeah. and you start following it but it's following usually within it. but it's you know, usually two something's weeks going to come up. Yeah, and you're going, you know, this is really hard to stick to. It was mm. really it seemed really easy at first because I had this plan that told me exactly the steps to go through, but I mean those plans never take into account everybody's individual lives and all of our lives are different. We all have, you know, Different amount of kids, you know, even your family's energy level where, you know, I find Annie, her family's very go, 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 and they're always doing something. And my family's just, we're a little bit more chill, homebodies a little bit more. So, you know, any kind of diet, you know, what would work for you would never work for yeah. me, right? So, yeah. well, but the good news
0: is it's not our fault. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's,
1: not, it's,
2: it's, it's not us. Yeah, if it's you look not at a diet,
1: there's two huge, well, there's three huge reasons that diets don't work. So it works against your physiology, which we talked about cutting your calories drastically, which doesn't work. It works against your psychology with um, changing everything at once and then the shame and guilt that that is often used for motivation mm-hmm. in diets. Um, so there's three main reasons that they don't work. And if you look at it kind of if you don't take human nature into account, it looks like it would work,
2: right? Because it's calories in, calories out. Yeah, like out. if we, yeah, totally. If you had a rat in a cage and you or needed that rat or a robot, and yeah, <laughs> if we were all robots, it would work. And that's or, how it works. Yeah. The so numbers, per Yeah, it is calories in and calories out. And if you can, if you're in a strictly controlled environment where you never eat out, you never cook, you, ne- and you're just getting, and, and that's yeah. actually where a lot of nutrition studies that's okay. how they're done yeah. because that's really the only way of controlling the study is by basically having it done in a lab type setting and they're mm-hmm. getting specific meals and and that's why science has proven over and over and over that it's calories in and calories out they know it however it doesn't take into account your environment yeah human nature psychology yeah. yeah and you were talking the psychology part of it you were talking about um you know the psychological impact of restriction but we also know um, through science that, um, you know, it causes depression. It causes people to start anxiety, anxiety yeah. obsessive thoughts of mm-hmm. food. And and we, we see these behaviors in dieters all the time. And in our first um, lesson of Balance 365, where we go through the diet deprogramming, inside diet, diet deprogramming, we've listed typical behaviors of dieters. Yes. And, you know, women read that, and they're like, that's me. Yeah, that's I remember I reading that. That, that Minnesota
1: starvation experiment for the first time, and it was such an eye-opener. Like, yeah. this is
2: exactly
1: what I went through, and this is exactly what happens to everyone in these circumstances. Right. It wasn't just me. It wasn't I was a failure, and I couldn't keep it up. It's like, this is what's supposed to happen when you cut your calories. Yes, yeah, so this is mass. what
2: happens to human beings when they reduce their calories. Yeah. And it's like, it's crazy that we... have We've known this for decades. Scientists have known this for decades. It
1: was in like 1944. Yeah, yet the
2: average person walking around today has no idea, really. They keep... I don't know why. I feel like it's because the diet industry is so big. It's a $64 billion industry, and it's so big and powerful, and we're bombarded with advertisements at all times that it really does... um, it just kind of, it just doesn't give, it blinds us to the truth, right? Nobody's mm-hmm. really looking, nobody's looking beyond the before and after photos. Yeah. And so, and some people are just so full of shame and desperation that they, they don't care. I think they're okay to just do it on a, on a wish and a hope that this time it's going to be the yeah. one and I'm not going to rebound. If and I can just stick to it this time, yes. it's, it's all on you. Right.
1: Well, and...
0: That's something that I think comes up in our community a lot too, that women are really um, kind of fearful that if I, if I start acting out of a place of more love and compassion and respect for myself, instead of kind of beating myself up and being hard on myself and I just need to try harder and I need to suck it up and just stick to it, that they're not going to have this success. and they're just going to get complacent. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then they won't have, they'll lose this desire to make change. And we've actually found kind of the opposite. Opposite. And and studies have backed what we've found. Studies have shown that uh, negative motivation and self-deprecation actually decreases diet and exercise compliance, and in our experience, Women take great care of things we love and we're doing it for our families already. We wouldn't treat yeah. our children like this. Yeah, we no. wouldn't treat our husbands like this. We wouldn't this. We would to say anybody like you over to
1: ourselves.
0: Yeah, we wouldn't say you overeat at a birthday party so now you need to go for a run. yeah.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: We don't we don't do that to our children. So yeah, why are we doing you it to ourselves? had
2: too
1: much cake. Let's take a couple ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, it's, so oh, it's how yucky. women treat
2: themselves and how much care and love we give to our families and even the concern we would have if our, if our kids started behaving that way on their own, we would feel concerned. or if, yeah. you know, you know we hear women talking often about concern for their, you know, even their teenage daughters, like why are they dieting? They're not, you know, their body's fine. fine yeah, They're perfect yeah. yeah and why are they dieting why are they doing this why are they saying this about themselves but yet we're not looking you know when it comes to ourselves we're not saying those same things we aren't as objective but yes we're, we're not as objective but yet but yet there's a woman you know saying that about you she's looking at you and going why does she do that to herself yeah. why does she yeah. say that about herself if
0: um, if i had a friendship where someone was constantly degrading me telling me that I, all the things that I did wrong, all the things that were ugly about myself, all the things that I needed to do better, and now I just needed to suck it up, I would not be friends with her. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't. But I women just, do that to ourselves do. all and I've the said time.
2: Once, I said once, you know, when I went through my um, realizations of how I treat myself, I thought the worst relationship I've ever been in is the one I'm in in my own head. And mm-hmm. I can't, and, you, and it's like, how do you get away from that? And you realize that, yeah, I've never been so mistreated in my life than by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have to believe that you deserve better. And yeah. um, and that can take some time, I think. Yeah, It's always a work in progress. Yeah, it is. Yeah,
0: we talked about that last night, the, the, the now is forever mindset. That I think sometimes women start making changes and they're feeling better, um, whether it be physically or mentally or both, and they think this is just, this is gonna be forever, mm-hmm. now it's forever, I'm gonna feel like this forever, and then they have a bad day or a bad week, and they're like, oh, I haven't made any progress at all. Right. But that's just life.
2: Yeah. It life. The
0: three of us have been at this for a really long time and we even have bad days, yeah. or bad totally. weeks, or bad periods, but, yeah. but our awareness of, you know what, it's not me, it's just a bad day. I'm just having, I'm just in a funk and it'll, yeah. I'll work itself out or I have some strategies that I or can use. I have use. friends,
2: I have a support network yeah. that I can reach out to that are That's going so to, it's yeah. so important, the support network. One thing is, you know, before you guys, I didn't have any friends that I could, first of all, be really honest with and say, this is how I'm feeling today. That didn't talk me out of that mindset in a healthful way. Like if I were to reach out to you guys and say something, um, terrible about myself or my body that you know just wasn't true you guys could talk you know you would talk me out of that in the way of saying you're having a bad body image day what else is going on with you Mm -hmm. right now and because often you know we find that when women are saying you know awful things about themselves it's stuff happening to them out here um you know job change they're moving stress lack of sleep new baby where you know i think in In kind of your average friendship, um, and I don't think anyone means any harm by this. It's just sort of been normalized. You know, I may you could reach out to a friend and say, you know, I'm feeling this way about my body, and your friend would say, well, why don't we try this diet together on Monday? Rather than you know, they'll say, oh, and I I got this. Or me too, yeah, Yeah. me too. And and then it just starts this this snowball of like you know Negativity. negativity. So. And we found that in Healthy habits Happy Moms, that's why it's been so amazing to build that huge community. We've got, you know, all those women all around the world. Um, people are connecting in person or they can reach out online in our group and say, I'm feeling this way and they can t- get talked out of it. And we've had, yeah. you know, and it's just, that is so important. So important. We've had so many women in Balance 365 say they really, you know you start to get it once you start working with us you, I think you start to see the world a little bit differently mm-hmm. and it can be kind of depressing um, and it's really hard to sometimes to connect with other women when you have resolved to stop body shaming yourself to stop dieting mm-hmm. um, to stop to stop getting on and off the wagon and you start seeing it all around you and actually have disordered how this, this disordered behaviors have been normalized, and that can be really lonely. Mm-hmm. So it's been so amazing for me to have you guys in my life, the last three years almost, um, that kind of positively take me out of that self-loathing cycle. Yeah,
1: and, I, and research actually backs that up, that communi- having a community is one of the most important things to making those lasting behavior changes or those lasting thought pattern changes. Right.
0: If you like what you heard today, I invite you to check out our free 30-minute workshop where Jennifer, Lauren, and I discuss how to reach your goals without dieting extremes and how to have fun while you get there, which you can find at balance365.co. That's B-A-L-A-N-C-E 365.co. As well as join nearly 30,000 women across the globe in our free Facebook community at Healthy Habits Happy Moms. And if you really like what you heard today, be sure to give it a review on iTunes so we can keep bringing you amazing content. Thanks, everyone.